Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to run weekly growth meetings. So this is something we alluded to a little bit in one of our past episodes. I think it was a couple episodes ago. But we want to talk about how you can run weekly growth meetings to actually drive results for your business. So I guess I'll give you an example of how we do it again. Just a quick refresher. Basically, we have one, two, three tests that we're trying to run each week. And we set a, a timeline to when is this test going to be done? Who's responsible for it specifically? You can use Google Sheets. You can use, uh, we use the Pulse. You can also use Trello, whatever it is whatever floats your boat exactly. You just want to make sure that you're tracking this over time. You can also use a tool like Growth Hackers Experiments as well, which will actually have a leaderboard. So what we do internally, whoever's running the most tests and has the most wins per month, they're going to get a $250 um, you know, bonus. So then the idea is that you're incentivizing people to come up with great ideas and you're running these tests and then people are feeling good. You can see this leaderboard. It's crystal clear how well you know your company is doing when it comes to tests. And they also added a new feature yesterday. or well, not yesterday, but recently, I should say, where you're able to look at other key metrics too. You basically have this one key growth experiment dashboard to look at. And you can even put it on a TV, whatever it is exactly, just to make sure people are on the, the same page. But for us, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we try to make sure that everyone on, on each Monday, everyone comes up with two new ideas. And then each idea is scored on a scale of uh, one to 10. And it's averaged over three different things. So it's how much of an impact is this going to make? How easy is this to actually implement? And what confidence level do you have? And then that's averaged over uh, three. And then you get a score. You know, It could be like five or seven uh, out of 10. And then also you'll put in like a hypothesis saying, based on, you know, I think this is going to happen. Or if we do this, I think, you know, we're going to get X result. And that's what you want people to come up with. You want them to constantly think about things, have a hypothesis uh, outlined too. Ideally, they're adding screenshots and things like that too. At least on Mondays, you have this meeting to talk about what growth experiments you want to run. And then also throughout the week, maybe on a Thursday or a Friday, you can meet back up again, talk about experiments, you know, talk about the results of recent experiments that you've been trying, and then, you know, keep repeating every single week. So you have this process that keeps going. Yeah, uh, we do the same exact method as Eric, and we've been doing it for years. It works well. When you're doing this, we set up our teams uh, with different people, and that's the key. Everyone's like, all right, who can help just grow the company and let's have all the marketers do something? That's not effective. Every person within an organization has their own ideas, and they experience different communication channels. For example, sales reps may end up talking directly to customers, designers, may have user feedback on what could be improved for a UI, whatever it may be. So we try to take people from different divisions within the company, like support, sales, marketing, uh, development, and design, and we set small teams. 
and then when they put their ideas in the little basket, they each pick their own idea that they think is going to have the biggest impact. They implement it by, let's say, Wednesday at the latest, technically Tuesday. Wednesday, they should start tracking results. Friday, they repeat, and then they tell you, hey, we need to fix X, Y, and Z, or it was successful, or it was a flop. Here's why. Here's what we need to adjust. Here's what we learned. Here's what should happen next. But the key with this whole process, no matter how you want to set it up, is weekly iterations. If you're not doing weekly iterations, you're not growing fast enough. Now, you may be asking, hey, I'm a small company. I don't have all these people, so I can't run it that way. Well, that's okay. You can still run it that way with one person. If you're the one person, then figure out what you want to do on a Monday, implement it by Tuesday, Wednesday, you start tracking, Friday, you may have results. Now, you may even end up saying, hey, Neil, I don't have enough data. I can't get results by Friday. Well, then your growth strategy shouldn't be things like A-B tests. Your growth strategy could be, hey, we're a service-based business. We're not getting enough customers coming to our website. Let's just do an outbound campaign and let's hit up everyone who is venture funded and we're going to find that list on Crunchbase and we're going to email them all about our service and see if they convert. That could be an example of a tactic. You email enough people out, you see if it converts. I was talking to a buddy of mine, Michael Howard, who's trying to make this amazing year for himself, right? He wants to crush it on the revenue end. And he's like, yeah, I want to do social media marketing. I want to do consulting. I think I can get a lot of customers. This is going to be a big year. I'm like, how many leads do you get? He's like, none. He's like, I'm just starting off. I'm like, all right, Michael, where do you live? He's like, Marina Del Rey. I'm like, all right, how many stores are there in Marina Del Rey? He's like, a ton. I'm like, I want you to go to 50 stores. I kid you not, 50. Walk in there, try to find the owner and pitch him on your services. And I broke down to him on how he should pitch. And then after he did 50, I told him, hey, come back to me. What you've learned. Did you close any? Why not? What objections people would give you? Then I told him to go back with my new suggestions. And then he would keep doing the process until he started closing on a regular basis. Now, if you're that single entrepreneur and you're not sure on how to grow and you need that feedback, like from someone like me, you can always meet up other entrepreneurs in local uh, meetups or networking groups and try to just get someone as your mentor. And that should help you bounce ideas off of other people. Or you can join groups like Eric's part of EO and he has a form chapter and they each bounce ideas off of each other as well. Random thing on that note, um, if you're actually in LA, I'm actually doing these monthly meetups. So if you actually want to get your feet wet, I'm happy to invite you if you're listening to this thing. In terms of when you're running these meetings, you have to be asking the questions too. Like, you know, if this test won or lost, let's back up a second and figure out, you know, why did this test win? What, what, what are the learnings exactly, right? If you keep going about it and you're, it's just like you're not really figuring out like why something's working, well, then next time you might come up with a similar idea or somebody else might come up with a similar idea and you guys are going to repeat the same thing, right? So it's, it's, you're doing these meetings to, to constantly learn as a team as well. It's not just for like an individual. And then also you need to be looking for somebody to actually run the meeting too. This seems like a duh statement, but sometimes meetings can be, you know, if there's no objective or there's nobody responsible for it, it's just going to fall flat. So somebody should be running it. Somebody should be responsible for um, taking notes as well. And then also figuring out, you know, what needs to be done next. So there should be somebody that's responsible. And then also, like I mentioned a little earlier, you do need to make sure that you're following some kind of routine. So it could be Mondays, uh, you're going to talk about new experiments. Fridays, you're going to talk about your learnings, right? And then also you want to make sure that if somebody's not contributing or somebody's being really distracting, 
you need to take them to a one-on-one and, and say, hey, like this is what I felt during the meeting based on what I saw. What are your thoughts around this? And that way you can kill the bad behaviors and then move on because it's all about efficiency with these meetings. Ideally, you're keeping these from anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour, not over because people just like to talk all the time. Uh, so that's something you're gonna have to limit um, as well. And then the other thing I'll add is make sure that if you have a big win or somebody's just killing it, you know, celebrate these wins. You know, celebrate these wins. Take them out to happy hour. You know, buy them a gift, whatever it is exactly. Celebrate these wins because it's actually helping the business grow, and these activities are fun to do. Neil, anything else? Nothing from mine. So that's it for today's episode. Make sure I also talked about two two essays to read. Uh, Brian Belfort's essay on uh, running growth meetings, and then also um, on growth hackers. There's a growth studies on how to run high-tempo testing. Um, And that's what helped Growth Hackers revive its growth. So highly recommend checking those two out. Um, And that's it for today's episode. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.